This is Tonkabon episode 79. This week we'll be going over Weekly Shonen Jump issue number 29, and Ju's going to give his uh, New Way's Exorcist scouting report. My name is Cole Greco, and joining me as usual is my co-host, Jude Knoll. Jude, how's it going? Uh, pretty good. Uh, this is the, I guess we're recording and dropping this on Father's Day, so mm-hmm. this goes out to all the fathers <laughs> in manga and anime. There are very few of them either mm-hmm. alive or present in their kids' lives. But, you know, still shout out them for handing down powers or generational curses over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, there may be the, uh, probably like by a wide margin, just the, the worst class of characters in, in shonen manga. <laughs> it would yeah, go even like, the ones it would go like dad, <laughs> older brother, maybe. <laughs> Like, even the dads people like in Shonen series are usually still, like, pretty shitty. You've got mm-hmm. Gin in Hunter Hunter, who's, like, you know, one of the more popular Hunter Hunter characters. Still a pretty bad dad. Yep. You've got the classic, like, Goku is a terrible father joke mm-hmm. that, you know, it's pretty obvious to anyone who reads manga now. But, like, I feel like when newer series come out and the dad actually is present or, like, a character in the series, it kind of shocks me, like in blue box taiki's parents mm-hmm. they're still there akane banashi akane's dad is just kind of like weird but yeah he's like a pretty positive character in the series it's mm-hmm. interesting to see you know that the tides are turning for dads in <laughs> shonen manga in 2023 well and not to like get in it too much but you know that's something i was really excited for about boruto it's like the first few chapters it was pretty cool to like it's like, oh, Naruto's like a, a dad now. He's grown. That was like a cool thing to see, you know, after like after like watching Naruto when I was a kid and then seeing like adult Naruto and like, you know, I obviously don't have a kid, but like I'm an adult now too. So it was like, okay, he's like, he's aged up with me. It was cool to see like that aspect yeah. of it. And then it just, you know, I mean, Boruto just sort of devolved from there. But the, the kind of the promise, I guess, of those early Boruto chapters was like, oh, this is, this is actually kind of sick. Um, but that didn't really, that didn't really work out. The, the only Boruto I've seen is that scene where he sends one of his shadow clones to go to <laughs> Boruto's birthday party or something. Mm-hmm. And every time I see that, I'm like dying laughing. It's so yep. funny. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's a big thing. It's like he, he's in the office working and he'll send like his clone to go like eat dinner with the family. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, let's hop into the uh, the issue here. So uh, this issue is Weekly Show and Jump, issue number 29. We start off our first of two new series that we're going to get over the next couple weeks. Um, so the cover page and lead cover page goes to Asami Kakaru, which is a new series by, um, I don't know the, uh, the, the manga's name, but it's the person that made, I think it's Hinomaru Sumo. Um, which is a series that ran a little while back uh, for I think it was about five years, two hundred and something chapters. So it had a it had a pretty pretty good run. Um, then we have color pages for Mashal, Mission Yozakura Family, and Me and Roboco. Um, in the number one spot is Akanabanashi, followed by My Hero Academia, Blue Box, Jujutsu Kaisen, and then Sakamoto Days at number five. At number six is Black Clover. Then we get Kill Blue, Elusive Samurai. Then our uh, a series with the new badge, New Ace Exorcist. At number nine is Witch Watch, followed by Cypher Academy at number 10. 
Number 11 is Undead Unluck, followed by another new series, Do Retry. And then our bottom three, 12, 13, 14, are Ichinose Family's Deadly Sins, Fabricant 100, and then Timaku Cinema bringing up the rear with One Piece, Rui Dragon, and Hunter Hunter absent as per uh, as per usual. Yeah, I feel like with this Mashal color page, we can only kind of hope that this is the farewell color page for yeah. Mashal. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think this is like the the hey we you know we've got a, a couple chapters left and that's that's it um yeah yeah um this this new series i'm actually pretty excited for i i think the like the promo image we saw looks looks interesting like it, it looks uh we mm-hmm. were kind of texting about it it looks it looks pro it looks much more on the, yeah it's competent the, yeah it's much more along the tenmaku cinema kill blue line of you know <laughs> definitely looks like someone who knows what they're doing rather than a uh, new ways exorcist or or do retry which um look like someone uh struggling to to draw even basic lines yeah it's like manga is a visual art form so uh, i feel like art is probably the most important skill for one of these people to have like some of these series mm-hmm. have pretty you know gross writing and good art and you still don't like to read it but I think I'd much rather have a series where the art outweighs the writing than vice versa, because like even if the writing's well done, if I don't want to look at it, yeah, I don't want to read it. Yeah, I mean, you gotta think like there there are people who their you know Naruto is like their series, and fifty percent of Naruto's yeah. writing is just nonsense, trash. <laughs> like and I I say that that lovingly as someone who you know really enjoys Naruto. But like, you know, you can you can carry your series with cool art and cool character designs. Um I don't necessarily oh, think yeah. like I don't necessarily think that a lot of times a good story can carry shitty art, maybe only in the instance of uh like Hunter Hunter. Yeah, and as somebody that like enjoys shonen manga, the stories are usually never that good. No, like, exactly. That's not the reason mm-hmm. I'm tuning into any of these. Yeah. There's some people that may disagree with me, but like even the really like good like artsy shonen series are still like i'm still mostly reading it just because they're comics like something like jujutsu kaisen or like even akana banashi like they're they're well written for manga or like Mm -hmm. for mainstream comics but i'm not nominating any of these for like the pulitzer prize no, yeah, yeah. W- William Faulkner is not creating shonen manga. <laughs> 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 these are, you know, these are, it's a it's a different thing. Um, but yeah, excited for Asmi Kakuru. It's about I think it's like a mixed martial arts manga. So it seems this guy's he's real into uh the kind of the the East Asian uh, a fighting scene, I guess. So that, you know that that's yeah. neat. Uh, Hinamaru Sumo always I've never read it, but it always looked uh, cool. I liked the. Um, like the cover pages and stuff that I saw from it because it ended it ended a little bit into when I was like after I had started reading Shonen Jump and it's not on the app or anything mm-hmm. like that it was one of those deals where like I guess when they started the app it was kind of too far in so they hadn't they weren't like necessarily translating everything at that time so uh, yeah it's something I've, I've wanted to go back and read but maybe we'll see how how this series is first before I commit to 250 chapters yeah, and Hinamaru Sumo was like set in modern times, right? Because mm-hmm. I feel like they yeah. need something. If it's mm-hmm. gonna be like a straight up fighting, like real life fighting sports, yeah, uh, series, it's gotta you know 
set itself apart from do retry and it would mm-hmm. be cool if they make it out sort of like how mma is you know in yeah. 2023 that would mm-hmm. be pretty cool yeah and i mean i think i mean one we we need a sports manga we've not had a, like a sports like a mainstay sports manga in here since haikyuu and i think the only other sort of tries i guess were nine dragons ball parade and then blue box counts as a technicality but that's not a that's not a sports yeah. manga, you know um yeah so we've we've only had nine dragons ball parade do retry since haikyuu ended and you know as much as i liked nine dragons ball parade it was pretty apparent from like chapter two that that series was yeah. going to the dumpster still miss it all the time though it was a, it was mm-hmm. fun to read despite it being just like whatever in terms of quality yeah, I mean, definitely among the the better act series that I've read over the past few years. Yeah, for sure. It, it was, like I said about the uh, artwork for Asumi Kakuru <laughs> this far, like, it was competent, mm-hmm. and that's the baseline for me wanting to read something. Yep, exactly. Um, our next series color page goes to, to Mashal. Uh, Mashal's just, I mean, if it's not, if Mashal's not over within, I would say, like, you know, by the end of July, I'd be very shocked. <laughs> yeah, and this is like pretty much note for note how ninety percent of Shonen series end. Yeah, you know, all of the characters that we've met before are coming together to beat up the big bad, who has mm-hmm. like three different final forms before he actually dies. Yeah, and pretty much like every chapter over the past few weeks has been like. This villain changes form. Then a couple of matches friends send out these generic looking like beams of magic at the <laughs> the villain. And then Mash just like punches or kicks him. Mm-hmm. And that's this pretty li- much how it goes every time. Mm-hmm. I did like this last chapter where it's, you know, he keeps, it's like his last desperation movie. He's kind of rolling back the clock, but Mash is always just there to, to keep beating him up. So he makes this realization. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I keep rewinding time, and just getting pummeled instantly he's kind of like what what's the point of like he just kind of like resolves to just yeah. stop because he's like i'm just gonna keep getting beat up like I, I, it's not it's not worth the rewinding <laughs> which i thought that was like that's honestly like an interesting way to do time travel true. i mean you know it's going a little a little deeper into it than i think even the Mashal writer meant for it but i mean that's kind of a cool <laughs> a cool premise like you have time travel powers but you can't even use them because when you do like bad things happen it's like that sket dance chapter <laughs> yeah and i do like how um mashal's mangaka visualizes these really you know powerful magic abilities that i guess like the three or i don't know if it's three or four star four uh, three scar characters yeah the three mm-hmm. scar three line wizards are able to use but like the top tier powers always look really cool. Here we've got this like spinning clock ripping through the fabric of time, and mm-hmm. they're like Roman numerals spiraling everywhere. Mash is getting sucked into a vortex. Like it, it looks pretty cool. You can tell a lot of time was put into this particular page. Yeah, yeah, they all look like a big like JRPG like final attack thing that would take like a three minute cutscene every time you use it in battle. So you use it yeah. once and you're like, I'd, r- I'd rather just hit normal attack three times rather than just wait for this to play out every time. Yeah. Um, our next color page is Mission Yozakura Family. 
dude, this, I know we spent a lot of time shitting on Mission Yozakura family lately, but this most recent chapter, I was actually a little bit looking forward to it because we got the return of, uh, what's the name, Kago, and I don't remember the computer girl. But uh, man, there, Xion. Yeah, Xion. There was so much text on these pages, like, it, it this was this was like reading Hunter Hunter. This it was. I didn't like this one either. <laughs> and once again, we're like kind of dragging it out and in a formulaic, doing it in a formulaic way. Like mm-hmm. every chapter has once again been like, okay, we're either introducing or just like reintroducing one of the family members to the twins, and each time somebody's fighting over who likes which aunt or uncle more and then the aunts or uncles try to fight over who likes which one of the kids more and then they'll just like throw a couple of cute chibi illustrations of the family members doing funny things and then at the end they'll be like but now you've got to like either do this challenge so we can progress or like another family member is going to be introduced soon and yeah, I, I definitely think Xion and Kago are more interesting than the two family members we've caught up with over the past mm-hmm. few chapters. Yeah, I like their slightly updated designs and like black leather jackets and tracksuits. But um, yeah, kind of kind of bored with this still. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was nice to see them, but that's not enough to uh, to carry me through uh, more chapters of Mishio family. Um. Our next color page goes to me and Roboco. I didn't really like the last me and Roboco chapter all that much. It was, it, you know, it had some funny moments. It's uh, the little lion thing that they have, Nayanta. Um, yeah. <laughs> goes back to, like, see see his mom. That was kind of cool. Love how the mom is drawn. It looks like, you know, like Kimba the white lion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but, you know, I thought it was just a, an okay chapter by, by Roboco standards. Um, the big news for Roboco this week, though, is apparently it's getting a movie, which is absolutely yeah, insane. <laughs> they're, they're speed running the, like, Doraemon career arc over the course of a year. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, which, you know, I've not... I've not caught up with the the Roboco manga because it has like I mean you know, they're only like three minutes long but it's got like thirty episodes at this point. Um, yeah. I just I can't imagine what a Roboco movie is is like because man those those episodes are so jam packed with stuff like it's it seems like they're played they feel like full length episodes played on ten times speed like. Roboco, like all the characters are talking so fast, so loud. Like there's just so many things flying around on the screen. It, like, it truly feels insane to watch any of those episodes. So I assume, like, in the movie they'll get to like chill out a little bit. But I just can't even, I can't even picture what that's gonna look like. Yeah, I've never gotten the chance to watch one of those like Doraemon or Shinchan movies that they seem to come out with like three or four of every year. Mm-hmm. But. I think that is the case with those. They actually, like, you know, give you a little look into the lore of the series Mm -hmm. and take themselves a bit more seriously. So, yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see what's up with that and, like, what kind of what kind of animation they use. Mm -hmm. You could see some, like, you could see a CGI Robico in the future. 
yeah, and if anything, I'm excited for this because of all the the kind of the Western manga fans that are like, you know, where where's my blue box anime? And before we get <laughs> stuff like that, we're getting me and Roboco with a with a freaking movie. I just that's I mean that that's great. I think Black Clover just got its first movie. <laughs> that's nuts. Like, came out on Friday or something. Yeah, me and Roboco. I mean, truly, truly peak manga. The Phantom yeah, Seer the, fans the end- are, are, are sick at this point. I, I don't think I've seen anything since I've started reading manga seriously where the industry just like completely gets behind something 100%. Mm-hmm. Yep. And something too that like, it's not like me and Roboco is just like doing numbers in Japan. And it's only a, like a Western thing, you know, it, it sells, it sells like 12,000 copies a week or something. It, it's pretty <laughs> like, I, I think. I don't know what it was, but there was some series. It might have been, uh, I don't know what would have had its first volume out recently, but it was like, I don't know, we'll say Tenmaku Cinema. Like, maybe they yeah. sold, like, about the same. It was some, some like, newer thing um, sold about the same as me and Roboco, but me and Roboco is going to keep going, and whatever series it was, like, is definitely, like, falling off or had maybe had already fallen off. <laughs> Yeah, like, what's going on? Like, is the industry really just, like, you know, we we need to preserve the spirit of, like, Mm -hmm. Doraemon and similar shows? Is the government trying to, like, (laughs) secretly subsidize Robico artwork? Mm -hmm. Like, who knows? It's crazy. Yeah, Shuhei Miyazaki is is an industry plant, 100%. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The number one spot goes to Akanabanashi. Um... This Akanabanashi chapter I thought was just okay. I felt like we'd had this one a few times, especially even with this character. I feel like we've already had like three yeah. times now this character kind of steps up and is like, I'm a serious Rakugo, uh, like Rakugoka, not just a, a voice actress. And, you know, this this kind of like, it, it honestly feels like a, like a manufactured rivalry where like Akane doesn't care like you know it's like the mm-hmm. the the i don't i don't think about you at all meme or whatever is a little bit what this feels like yeah um, but you know i mean i i like her character as a whole but i thought this was just a little bit of a, a little bit of a throwaway chapter i think and even though i i definitely agree that kind of is way better than the series but i think that like ppp pvp which is a similar show about like art competitions mm-hmm. in that case it's like piano recitals i feel like sometimes these tournament chapters kind of drag because the performances themselves are like what three to five minutes i think yeah so i feel like there's so much time spent where people are like okay i'm about to perform Mm -hmm. now i'm finished performing and each of those actions are like their own chapter yeah and I feel like they could be condensed a little bit because there's mm-hmm. just a lot of like standing around or like saying like, I'm about to do this thing. I'm about to show people this. And I don't think they always need to like tell us that yeah. every time. Well, and like compared to other series that have tournament arcs, like, you know, say Haikyuu, Slam Dunk, uh, you know, stuff like that. Like the, the tournament arc is is the meat of the manga, right? Like a, a game in Haikyuu is yeah. going to take you 50 chapters. Um, it, you know, these performances, I think... Like the Akanabanashi performances are are well done. Like they, I think they're mm-hmm. interesting. But you can only, you know, if you try to give me seven chapters of someone doing their performance, that would get get old very quickly too. So I, you know, I, I kind of understand the understand the challenge, but it, I think it just means that every now and then we're gonna get chapters like this where it's just like, 
you know, this wasn't a bad chapter by any means, but it, it was just sort of like, oh, all right, you know, it, it came and went and I didn't really, didn't really care for it. There, um, yeah, it's a weird balancing act for sure. Mm-hmm. There is one panel on page 13, though, where uh, Akane is um, like pretending to be Karashi. Um, so it's oh, got I this little that. chibi drawing of like his normal uh, crescent roll mouth, which I thought was really hilarious. <laughs> I love the uh, kind of the artist and the and the writers like um, I don't know like self awareness of of this character, right? Like yeah, they know he's de- he's designed really really goofy like this. I think I thought that was cool. <laughs> I was gonna say I really. Um... I really appreciate the use of phones in Akanabanashi. I feel like I may have mentioned it in the past before, but mm-hmm. characters in the series are always, you know, watching the Rakugo performances in the palm of their hand or in, I think, page six of this chapter, the dude with the glasses is texting these, like, yeah. Rakugo-themed <laughs> line stickers to his family mm-hmm. who are watching him on TV. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know that like the like the journalists they keep uh, like they'll check Twitter and stuff pretty often. So yeah, it's, yeah, it, that... it is cool to see kind of the yeah the way they use like phones and social media and stuff in the series. Because I think we mentioned it before that like it is much more grounded. Like I don't remember exactly mm-hmm. what it was, but like there was one time they were showing like the Rakugo performance and it had like. I don't know whatever it was, fifteen thousand views on YouTube, and I was like, okay, it's not like the PPP PPP one where they show the piano yeah, performance. Like three it's like, million, it's got, yeah, it's got it's got four million views on YouTube. It's like, dude, no, it doesn't. <laughs> like, like it has four thousand at max. Yeah, I always I always thought it was funny that you had like major label bidding wars over like just mm-hmm. pianists and <laughs> there's like a, there's like a masked piano player on YouTube who's a major celebrity. Like, mm-hmm. no, maybe, yeah. maybe like this kind of stuff could have only happened when YouTube first came out and people were just watching anything. Mm-hmm. But like, un- unless you're a streamer or like a commentary YouTuber, no, you're, n- you're not going to like get big doing talent show type performances on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, next up is My Hero Academia. Um, no chapter last week. And I'll I'll be honest, I don't really have anything to to say on my hero academia um unless you do um i thought the little kids that are watching the battle go down on their laptop were kind of cute but that was that was about it yeah i mean i guess we did finally defeat dobby i think but then again i also thought we had finally defeated him like 20 chapters ago and we didn't so um who's who's to say yeah i feel like it's difficult for these major moments to have the intended impact when something like that is like always happening in this series and mm-hmm. can happen multiple times to like the same person yeah it's really hard to tell like when this is the time you should actually like care about it yeah um next up we have blue box which is just we've said the past few weeks but blue box is just on an, an absolute just tear right now this is the the joe dimaggio 50 uh 56 game hitting streak um your blue box is is killing it we've got we finally got the uh the confession from from taiki um the the acceptance from chinatsu here and i guess they're 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 together now this is i mean absolutely massive developments uh as far as blue box goes 
It's funny that we'll complain about other series being like slow as molasses, but then mm-hmm. the series has taken this like <laughs> five minutes of like real world time and stretched it out into four mm-hmm. separate chapters. But you know what? Like I'm cool with it. And the art is very good as usual. We have mm-hmm. more of these like close up shots of characters with completely blank backgrounds that. Yeah for some reason look way better than they should so mm-hmm. many scenes that you know if i were the type of person to have phone wallpapers of blue box characters like i'd be taking screenshots every time i flip the page oh exactly like, yeah i mean i think they're on a crazy streak mm-hmm. uh, yeah i think it's interesting the point you bring up about kind of the, the pacing of blue box because i think within manga there's sort of two um I'll say like two different kind of aspects to pacing. It's like the overall, like how fast the story is moving. And then I think there's like the in chapter pacing as well. So like, while while blue yeah. box is like kind of macro pacing is obviously just slow as can be. It's like, it's like wading through a swamp in like pool floaties <laughs> or something, you know, um, you're just, you're crawling through the actual chapters themselves breeze by. I feel like I open the blue box chapter and then it's like, Oh, Oh, it's done. Like, it, you know, it takes 50 yeah. seconds to read through it. And that's not just like, you know, speeding through, flipping from page to page. But I think, I think like the, the panel layouts are um, really, really smart and flow really well. And also, I mean, this chapter in particular, there's not a lot of text. So there's, you know, you can only stop for so long to look at each, each image. But I think that makes it a lot better too, yeah. is when, you know, you can have a kind of slow story, but when the chapters themselves are like as easy to, to read as these are. I, I don't even care. I mean, you know, y- Yotsuba is one of my favorite manga ever. Nothing, you know, it's it's been years now and nothing happens in that manga at all. But it's uh, <laughs> it's it's still great because the actual chapters themselves uh, just blaze, blaze by. Yeah, I guess she like really only shows you what you need to see each mm-hmm. chapter. And they only dump like a backstory or lore on you when they absolutely need to for the sake of the story. So I think you're right. Things are always progressing, even if it's Mm -hmm. on like an extremely small scale. Yeah. And I think at this point, you know, I think Koji Miura may be the greatest manga or mangaka named Miura ever. (laughs) You know, move over Berserk. (laughs) Move over Kentaro. Blue Box is the new goat. You've been usurped. (laughs) (laughs) Need someone to create a, a, um, an image that's like its guts like slashing with a sword and it's being kind of parried by Taiki with the uh, the badminton racket. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a there's a new a new black swordsman in mm-hmm. town. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, certainly like a, a worse mangaka would have taken this chapter and would have like put in a bunch of moments in there of like the characters like flustered and like kind of talking back and forth or you know taiki goes into some like four page long thing about how like you know i've always liked you chinatsu blah 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 like all this stuff that we you know we had seen since chapter one but here there's just like you, you know you if, if you've been reading this long you get it so i don't need to to rehash yeah. it <laughs> um, and they they do have flashbacks but they kind of mm-hmm. do it in it's like a montage this- almost yeah, they're like showing showing the photo album as mm-hmm. we're going through the panels, which is kind of cool. Like, we don't need to retread anything. Or like another cliche that you'll see is where the like 
snap back to the distant past where we'll see them like as kids talking yeah. about how like one, mm-hmm. one of the characters will be like we're gonna get married when we're older yeah that, that's something that always makes me groan and i don't mm-hmm. think we've had anything like that in blue box maybe no. we haven't i'm like totally driven but mm-hmm. i i think i would feel a lot worse about this series if we did yeah, basically, I think what we're what we're saying is this series would be a lot worse if it was a uh, if it was Nisekoi. <laughs> that's, that's yeah, exactly. What, that's basically what we're always bringing it back to. <laughs> um, yeah, that, number, that was a rough read. Not not the best manga I've ever read. Um, at number four <laughs> is Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, so I feel kind of two separate ways about Jujutsu Kaisen. I there are aspects of this chapter I actually really liked. And then those same aspects I thought made this chapter miserable to read. I do like how the, I think like aesthetically, I like how the, the panels for this chapter laid out. It's very like throughout most of the chapter, it's just like these little slivers and each character's face is there and they're talking and you kind of get this, this conversation through them all. Um, but it also is just a bunch of talking heads. Like it's just a character and then they say like a paragraph of dialogue. Um, through each thing and and where we're where we're kind of at with Jujutsu Kaisen and where I'm kind of at with Jujutsu Kaisen I just I, I can't I can't take all of this all of this lore it is it's way too much for me to uh to even want to try to comprehend yeah conceptually it's really cool it reminds me mm-hmm. of those like early those like early sort of like flip book style film animations that came out before movies were really a thing where like people yeah. like look down into a pair of binoculars and you'd see this like spinning like reel of film where mm-hmm. there'd be well, like one frame say, of animation per second mm-hmm. i was gonna say it reminds me a lot of like a like a tarantino movie kind of i feel like there's a lot mm. of moments like that where it just like bounces from character to character and it's just like on them for their I want to say like maybe the start of Pulp Fiction is kind of like this. I don't or not Pulp Fiction, but uh, Reservoir Dogs. I could be wrong of how it is, but I want to say it like it goes around that like around the table and kind of like shows you each person for like a moment when they speak. Um, maybe I'm I might just be completely fabricating the scene in my head, but um, I feel like that's in in those movies a lot. Um, so I thought yeah, I thought that like that, that, that presentation was me. cool. I thought that presentation was cool, but once again, it's just like man, this is a lot of. A lot of reading about curse techniques and domains, and I just, I, I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I definitely think your theory about uh, Tarantino may be correct, because I know that Gay Gay is always, like, putting movie references into this manga, and I, I think they've mentioned Tarantino films in the past. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely think they included it in like those early chapters or or some sort of reference to it where like uh they were watching movies to increase their powers yeah exactly gojo was still being Mm -hmm. a mentor figure to these guys um but yeah this this chapter sort of reminded me of being in like chemistry class in high school and like hearing the instructor saying things and none of them making any sort of sense to me yeah it just turns into this wall of text that is just going from in one ear and out the other it, mm-hmm. it makes no sense to me anymore yep yep i i feel the same way yeah it's like i i i think i read each uh panel i could not tell you what they talked about this chapter but some some cool some cool images at least like i i do like uh 
like just looking at all these characters standing here talking and then here at the end you know uh cool panels of, of gojo and sukuna um i guess this is sukuna's like domain expansion thing he's got here at the end this like crazy like demon temple thing with all like the cow skulls <laughs> around it that looks i mean it, that looks yeah. really cool <laughs> It does look cool. And, like, Gege is definitely a talented mangaka with, you know, the character designs are always top-notch, and mm-hmm. the fight scenes always look cool, even if they're not always, like, comprehensible. Yeah. So, like, it's definitely, like, listening to a genre of music you don't care for, but you, mm-hmm. like, can respect the artistry or, like, skill that goes into it. Yep. That's how I feel about Jujutsu Kaisen. Like, I don't always enjoy it, but I at least can be like, you know, I respect this. Yeah, yeah. It, it gets a firm, like, dope, but not for me. <laughs> from, yeah. From me. I will say, too, looking back at this chapter also, the art is much more clean than we typically get from, from uh, mm, um, Gege. Yeah, I agree. And it makes me feel like Jujutsu Kaisen is the rare series where it actually works better as an anime or a movie mm-hmm. because i think there's so much going on that it kind of needs to be done in a way where at least some of it is easy to understand yeah so the parts of it that are a bit like obscure or abstract you're able to focus on them more mm-hmm. um next up is sakamoto days uh i, I enjoyed the sakamoto days chapter i i like these ones where they're just like you know we say it a lot but like love the chapters where they're just kind of hanging out and this one they're like going through the airport i love the sort of idea they're like how are we going to travel with all these weapons but there's like a special <laughs> like basically a, a a spy tsa that they just let let them rock <laughs> which is hilarious um so yeah i thought this one was i thought this one was pretty good i'm i'm excited for this this upcoming arc we you know we're we're back in the present day and I love any time that uh, like Heisuke is is involved. Wish we could have got got Lou back into the back into the fold, but she's been uh, just kind of dumped in the trash along with with Lemon and whatever other you know kind of female uh, party members are are in Weekly Shonen Jump right now. Yeah, man, that's that's the thing about Mashal that really disappoints me is that I remember reading in like the physical version of like Volume One or Two that they just like don't really have any feel characters in Mashal because he says he doesn't know how to draw women. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know if I like completely buy that, mm-hmm. but Mashal really does lack like any depth yeah. for women characters in that series. And mm-hmm. I feel like it kind of holds it back from being great. Yeah, definitely. Not that like there's a high bar set by any other series, <laughs> but like... Even by manga standards, Mashal is really lacking in that territory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, number six is Black Clover. Um, Black Clover, where you know Asta has been kind of separated from the the main group in this kind of war arc, I guess for a while now. And this chapter was basically them, you know, kind of gearing up to get him back. He's, you know, Asta's still in kind of the the Japan world or whatever. Um, but he's he's donning his his black bulls gear again, and uh, yeah, I mean the the last page of Black Clover is 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 pretty sick. That looks like a you know that's a, that's a Naruto, <laughs> that's a Bleach panel. Like this is this is one of these series, man. <laughs> like uh, you know I I understand a little bit kind of some of the uh, the hate for Black Clover, but 
I mean, this shit is just, uh, it's fun. Black Clover's a good time. <laughs> um, number seven, Kill Blue. Uh, this was another one. I gotta get refreshed on this chapter. Oh, this yeah. was sort of It the- looks like our, yeah, our theories were right about this new character being, like, sort of a baby with mm-hmm. teenage powers. Yeah. He has, like, an anxiety disorder where he has, like, the emotional depth of a child, and he has to, like, <laughs> suck on a pacifier to be able to compose himself, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. But I, I like this character a lot. I think he's already brought a lot of fun to the series, and I think we kind of needed another face so it's not just, like, our main character and yeah. the love interest going back and forth. Mm-hmm. And there's one panel or page in particular where he's trying to introduce himself and he's like sputtering random syllables in mm-hmm. front of the class. And he says something that sounds like Aflac. <laughs> and they draw a picture of a duck hovering above a bunch of students that are just like little stick figures. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a cool stylistic touch and actually like funny joke. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I man, I like this series quite a bit. I also like to, I don't know if it was in this chapter, but one of the more recent chapters where, you know, the, the sort of the goal of the series as of now is that our main character has to kind of marry this this girl. But even he, he's like a little creeped out about it because he's like, I'm, I'm like a 40 year old man. <laughs> so I do yeah. like that, like. You know, these series, I feel like normally would just sort of like roll with it. But this guy, he's kind of like, like, no, I can't. I can't do that. That's really weird. (laughs) Yeah, that that's another like moment where I feel like the bar is pretty low in Shonen Jump, but they actually Mm -hmm. cleared it this time. And I feel a little bit better about reading it. Yep, exactly. Um, number eight, Elusive Samurai. Um, I read this most recent chapter this morning, and like all Elusive Samurai chapters, I couldn't tell you what happened. Um, but, you know, had some panels that looked pretty cool. Um, next up, New Way's Exorcist. We'll talk about that more a little bit later, um, but I assume we won't have very many positive things to, to say about it. No. So uh, we're going <laughs> to gonna, we're gonna skip right over to, uh, to Witch Watch, um, which... Which watch chapter, what do we have going on this past week? Yeah, so Nico's about to make her confession mm-hmm. to Morhito. Yeah, this chapter I thought was just okay. There are some cool panels in it, though. I like this one on, like, the, what was it, page three of just Morihito. He's kind of, like, outside the outside all the panels, just, like, sitting on the steps. Um, it's just kind of cool. You get this, like, full full shot of him, like, sitting down in his school uniform um you know shinohara shinohara knows how to to draw some clothes man yeah i actually liked on the last page where we've got like our characters just wearing their like casual gear and the vampire kid is wearing a long sleeve (laughs) t-shirt with a little bat on it Mm -hmm. yep yeah this one yeah i thought this chapter was just just all right but you know has some has some cool panel moments and i guess we're yeah we're gonna gear up for the big confession which if it's anything like past witch watch chapters or scat dance chapters is going to end in uh kind of just a ball of, of nothingness. That's my, that's my prediction. Yeah. That was the funny thing about scat dance is that they like spent the whole series building up to it mm-hmm. and then it leaves on like such an inconclusive note and not really like in an artsy way either. Kind of just like it felt like a cheap joke. Yeah, exactly. That 
you know, if you're going to build up to it to the degree that they did, I feel like we deserve at, at least a little bit more. And I think maybe they're trying to go in that direction this time where they're like showing that Morikido's dense personality is like slowly crumbling over mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Whereas I think in Sket Dance, like we didn't really see that character development. The characters were kind of static in that regard. Yeah. So hopefully. You know, Shinohara knows that people didn't really like the end of Sket Dance that much, so maybe mm. he's going to try to right some of those wrongs here. We'll see, though. Um, next up, we have Cypher Academy. Um, I don't really have any notes on Cypher Academy unless unless they do. It's a you know, it's a it's a usual Cypher Academy chapter, and I feel like I could only say the same things I I always say about Cypher Academy, okay. which you know isn't necessarily like a negative thing, but uh, it's Cypher Academy. Um, there were JoJo's references, which, you know, I'm sure people reading Cypher Academy will appreciate. <laughs> yeah. Um, number 11, we have Undead Unluck. Um, we did get, so we're in this sort of world martial arts tournament arc, I guess, but it, they just kind of like skipped all the way through it. And now we're like going to near up to like a couple final battles, which I was a little bit disappointed in. Mm. I would have liked to have you know after after spending so much time on like this this gross war arc and the gross space arc i would have liked just you know just like throw us a bone and give us a little bit of this one but uh no we're just gonna blaze right past it and uh fight some characters that we have already already fought because we're in a, a time loop um so that was that was pretty disappointing but you know winner when is undead unlook not not disappointing the readers <laughs> um next up is do retry um man <laughs> so do do the the art in do retry is truly truly comical <laughs> not it's, in a, it's a fever not dream in like a yeah i was gonna say and not in like a high school family way yeah reading through the like every panel is just like what why <laughs> it's ridiculous yeah. it opens up with like tokyo getting bombed and then like later on in, like this guy he's like digging them out of this cave with his bare hand and that's why his arm is so big because he had to dig them out of a cave it's, it's just it's ridiculous yeah i love the like two page impact shot where we see our, our hero getting punched by a big arm guy and his mm-hmm. arm is the only thing you see just like emerging from the <laughs> darkness it looks like it's stretching like 20 feet ahead mm-hmm. of this guy just to punch him in the face and once again i feel like the body parts and limbs are always contorted into unnatural ways like i can't even tell like i see where the thumb is but if i couldn't i wouldn't even be able to tell whether this was his right or left arm because i feel like Mm -hmm. it's moving in this sort of snake-like way yep and also this like villain of the week type character i feel like he's drawn without a nose every few panels and Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's on purpose or not because i i don't really see why they would do that but anytime his nose isn't like filled in he looks really weird as if his face is like melting into itself Mm -hmm. yep well so and back to that panel with the the giant arm if you look at the like our main character getting punched his face is like collapsing in on itself from from the impact (laughs) but if you look his it looks like his ear is like coming out of his shoulder like 
The yeah, I don't, and his I don't face? understand the anatomy here. Why is his face part of his chest? I don't like. <laughs> I don't understand how this is. Like, how is he shaped? It's like, it's like he's shaped like a like Big Red, the Western Kentucky mascot, <laughs> or Grimace. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I totally see that. Honestly, I've been saying before that like New Way's Exorcist feels like it was created by AI, but now I'm starting to think that Do Retry actually does, because every panel sort of gives that same sen- like sense of uncanny valley you get mm-hmm. when you zoom into an AI illustration and start yep. seeing like the six finger or the arm that's blending into their body. Like mm-hmm. it's difficult to tell where body parts begin and end. Which yep. is kind of a problem when you're drawing a boxing manga. The yeah, only it's... thing I really liked about this chapter mm-hmm. was that big arm dude had a team of three people holding these huge ice blocks to like ice his right arm. Yeah, that was pretty sick. Mm-hmm. That's what I imagine it was like for Johan Santana after his like 160 pitch <laughs> no hitter. Yeah. <laughs> Here's how all the Mets trainers uh, holding giant ice blocks off of his steaming arm. <laughs> um, our next series, Ichinose Family's Deadly Sins. Man, it. Are we gonna get the Ichinose's axe before Cipher Academy? That would be yeah. Th- if that happens, <laughs> that is truly like the the craziest like turn of events for for like two new series i i've seen since since reading like from the jump it was kind of like oh cypher Academy's cool but it's definitely getting axed and you know ichinose families is going to be like the next big thing and now it's like cypher academy might survive and ichinose families might just like tank and get chopped up like this is this is a pretty wild uh wild fall here yeah like I feel like all the questions we've wanted to get answered at the beginning of Ichinose Family are getting answered now. So mm-hmm. it's like, I don't really know what more they can do with this once we figure out that, like, he's being drugged by his parents. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I mean, I will say, you know, maybe that's a little too doom and gloom for Ichinose Families. It did just have a color page last week, but yeah. I still think it is kind of kind of telling that they've got it they've got it down here with, with Fab 100. Like, it's... I don't know. It's a weird, very strange table of contents. I guess kind of looking at the table of contents as a whole a little bit more too, if they put anything down there, because we still have two series with the new badge, they're not going to put them down there. So if they put anything down here, it's going to look really bad, right? Like if Lucid Samurai is down there, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, is Lucid Samurai getting axed? So maybe that's the issue is that there's just like, there's too many new series and there's too many other like, at the very least, like competent series that putting anything down here is gonna yeah gonna gonna look pretty like bad optically but i don't know man just the fact that ichinose families i guess is the one that they decided it was all right to put down there is maybe not the best sign checking in with the manga plus comment section though i think the readership is actually starting to turn on this series and when manga plus commenters are turning (laughs) on a series that was hyped at the beginning Mm -hmm. like it might be over here we're seeing like this guy at the very top is saying, I give up one answer and 10 new questions each chapter. I'm so <laughs> lost. Uh, somebody is saying, like, it was good the first few episodes and now it's a little tedious. There's more yep. twists than the actual plot. Like, I feel like if we we're talking baseball here, this series is like a Raldus Chapman. At first, it was like a <laughs> Raldus Chapman on the Reds where it's like, 
you know, throwing 105 miles per hour, getting saves, the whip and ERA look pretty good. And now, even though it's like, it's still the same player doing the same kind of stuff they were doing at the beginning, but it's kind of run out of ways to get itself out of a jam and people mm-hmm. have caught on to the you know flow and pacing and it's really hard to keep people on their toes and yeah. now they're just phoning it in mm-hmm. uh, i mean i will say if anything this series has shown that it's possible for manga plus commenters to grow i feel like those are much more exactly. much more grounded much more reasonable comments than i think i've ever seen read through the manga plus uh manga plus comments um now, I will say the only comments that I usually read are for Dan to Dan and Ayakashi Triangle. So maybe that's yeah. <laughs> that's part of it, too, is that I'm not really engaging with, uh, you know, the, 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 the rights, the right side of manga plus usually. <laughs> oh, they're usually no matter what series I look at, they're either just like extremely positive or <laughs> saying that a series is going to be axed after the first chapter with no mm-hmm. middle ground here we're seeing the people you know actually flip on something yep um next up we have fabricant 100 number 13 um this series sucks i have to imagine it's getting axed in the in the coming weeks right like there's yeah there's kind of no doubt about it um and then our last series here Another one that, you know, we were kind of doom and gloom on it last week, and I think even worse this week, is Tenmaku Cinema in last place. Um, what is, what's going on here? I'm like is, actually Is Tenmaku shocked. Cinema, is this going to go the way of Time Paradox Ghost Rider? Are we going to, are we going to break the, uh, how many chapters did Time Paradox Ghost Rider have? I think it was 13. Is this going to be yeah. Ghost Rider or Bone Collector tier? That would be crazy. <laughs> I want to know what sort of like feedback they're getting in the survey results that's mm-hmm. making the series, you know, pretty much debut at the bottom of the magazine's table yeah. of contents. Like it's been dropping like a rock since it was sort of taken out of new status. Mm-hmm. It's like, why? Because yeah. every chapter, you know, it, it's not perfect, but I feel like every chapter, like the art's on point. They're characters that I can, you know, tell you things about that mm-hmm. are interesting and have depth the writing for this type of series is really good i feel like i'm learning things about film while reading it yeah like i don't obviously you don't have to like a particular kind of series it's all subjective but like to hate it this much when you've got a series like do retry fabricant 100 <laughs> and like new ways exorcist in the mix we'll see how those series debut and where mm-hmm. they are in the table of contents. But I'm starting to feel like they're not going to like be this low. Tenmaku yeah. Cinema is doing as bad as you can do. Mm-hmm. I don't really get it. Yeah, it's it's shocking. I mean, you know, this is not this is not my favorite series that I've ever th- seen debut in Weekly Shonen Jump, but like I feel like it's, you know, at worst it's it's fine. Like, you mm-hmm. know, I I feel like even if you're not super high on it, you can be like, yeah, it's it's not something that like I want to read, but it you know even even say like Undead Unluck or Mission's Awkward Family, you know these are series that I, you know I shit on every single week, um you know get kind of annoyed that I have to read them, but even then I can be like, yeah, I don't really like them, but I I understand necessarily like why someone else might like. There's something there. The the art looks fine. There is like an attempt at storytelling, and I feel like Tenmaku Cinema is kind of the the same way. Is that like if this isn't your series, you can still at least look at it and be like, "All right, it it's for someone." 
You know, I, I cannot say yeah. that about New Age Exorcist. Do retry, like, you know, um, like <laughs> Doron Dororon in the past, you know, uh, Earth Child. Like, this is so much better than stuff like that. And it's gonna, it's gonna, get, if I join the U19 club. <laughs> yeah, like, there are series that we've been fans of in the past that were pretty, like, like, you can definitely see why something like Tokyo Demon Bride Story Mm-hmm. Ichigoki's under control didn't do very well. Like yeah. they're pretty niche and they appeal to a very small group of people, but ultimately like they weren't super well done. Like the series I feel like has broad appeal. Everybody likes movies mm-hmm. and it's done by mangaka who have like had hits in the past and it's done on a high level every week. I just don't understand. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I don't, I'm I'm very confused by the Timaku cinema placing. Um, my one note for the chapter this week, though, is I will say I I like the introduction of this director that we get, and I kind of wish like seeing his design and stuff. I kind of wish that instead of being like students who are like you know making their first film kind of deal, I kind of wish it was more of a like a Bakuman deal where it's just about a director. And, you know, we've got, like, his interactions with the with the actors and stuff or his interactions with, like, the crew. And then, you know, every now and then he'll talk to some other director and you'll get this little rivalry thing. Like, I actually think that would have been a little more interesting. And now I, <laughs> maybe I'm kind of a little more negative on it because I'm like, that would have been cooler than what we get. Yeah, I do like this director's outfit a lot. The boots, mm-hmm. uh, like, they're really well drawn. I dig the, like, do-rag that he's got. Yeah, we, we Axel Rose, the director. Yep. <laughs> um, well, that does it for Week of Shonen Jump this week. Um, next week, we're going to have a new series, Icehead Gill, which we don't really know anything about other than that the series has like a, a character who's wielding an axe and it's by someone who is a door on door on assistant. So, uh, yeah, we'll see where that one, where that one falls. Um, I feel like holding an axe just like bodes badly for your series future. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a little too on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then we're getting color pages from Asumi Kakaru, Elusive Samurai, and Blue Box. So, uh, you know, excited for excited for a Blue Box color page. Um, all right, Jude, do we want to hop into the uh, New Ways Exorcist uh, scattering report real fast? Yeah, so I feel like y'all probably know the drill by now. Rating mm-hmm. it on a 20 to 80 scale that uh, baseball scouts use for prospects, 20 being like miserable 80 being goat tier skills and the criteria i'm using are just lifted from the my anime list review template so you know we're five chapters into new way exorcist i'm not feeling too good about like any aspect of it but i think story might be one of the ones i'm least fond of mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it a 25 um there's nothing new in new way exorcist that we haven't seen in another jump series in the past and i feel like it's just this amalgamation of different manga and anime tropes you know mushed up in chat gpt and spit out with no regard for like how they fit together Mm -hmm. we've got exorcism which is just like the trend of the moment 
we've got high school comedy and romance neither of them done particularly well i think they're trying to build like a harem subplot which like we'll get into that later but I, i don't think the art is good enough for us to like care about the characters in that regard there's just like nothing there Mm -hmm. yeah speaking of which i'm gonna give the art a 25 as well um the characters proportions make absolutely no sense at sometimes i think they're like the proportions are too realistic to where they they don't really feel like manga art but at the same time like they don't look realistic at all the girls are just drawn with like huge boobs mm-hmm. the the male characters like anytime a character opens their mouth every single tooth within that <laughs> mouth is rendered in like excruciating Perfect detail, detail. Mm-hmm. everything else is just kind of like washed out and nondescript it's so weird what this or what this artist chooses to like really flesh out and what they choose to just like breeze over but there's really nothing appealing to look at here. Mm-hmm. Uh, character, I'm going to give it a 20. <laughs> there are no characters in this series. There are just <laughs> shapes moving through spaces. And the only real characterization we've gotten is for like the main girl. And her only trait is that she's hot and that she plays video games. Um, yeah, this yep. this feels like... It feels like 2006 in this series. Like people are actually talking about like gamer girls and are shocked to see someone playing like Smash Brothers. I feel like anyone this series like appeals to would have been clicking on Snorg T's banner advertisements on like <laughs> IGN.com in mm-hmm. 2007. Like there's just nothing interesting going on in terms of characters either for enjoyment i'm gonna give it yeah (laughs) (laughs) for enjoyment i'm giving this series a 30 only because it's interesting to see like to what lows they're going to stoop each week but even (laughs) then there's nothing like so atrocious that it's interesting it's just Mm -hmm. kind of bland and you don't really even get like the cringe factor of reading a really bad series yeah, it's it's like at for for the first few chapters it was enjoyable to be like what the hell are they doing? And at this point even that has kind of worn thin. Mm-hmm. As far as potential goes, uh the series pretty much is like a 25 uh the anime or the manga plus commenters have pretty much turned on this one immediately. Um it, we'll see how it does in the table of contents rankings. But I can't see it doing super well or lasting anywhere beyond like 20 chapters. That's probably my ceiling mm-hmm. for this one. Yeah. I could be completely wrong. You know, maybe maybe this could make some sort of improvement that I- I'm not seeing room for. But like, I just, I don't think there's anything they could change that could make the series better without completely rebuilding from the ground up. And, you know, they don't have the time for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if it if it lasts longer than about 20-ish chapters, it's purely kind of circumstantial, you know? It's because, yeah. whatever, it's because Mashal ended, and they have to act, and, you know, they want to axe Tenmaku, and then, you know, whatever. Black Clover has to go on break, and it's sort of like, well, we can't get rid of this, so then it goes <laughs> for, you know, the inexplicable 27 chapters, because it just, it, it, it other stuff 
got axed before it, basically. that That's the only way I see it going any longer than that. I really hope that's not the case, but I could see it happening. Yeah, what we need is we need Ruri Dragon to come off break to save <laughs> us from some of these series. So they have to they have to act like an extra one. That's what we need. We need we need one Ruri Dragon to return just because we need it back and also it needs to it, we need its saving grace. Yeah, this it, it needs to debut at first place when it comes back. I oh, think you- it's got the like hype to actually do that. Oh, if if Ruby Dragon came back and got the cover, I would not be shocked. Like it, it, it you know, it's gonna pull the the Hunter Hunter, um, which would be <laughs> incredible. Um, yeah, I I agree on all the uh, all the stuff you said about a uh, a new age exorcist might be just straight up the worst series we've seen. Even you know, as as much as I hated Earth Child and thought that people blew out of proportion how good its first chapter was. Its first chapter was definitely way better than anything New Age Exorcist has managed to cobble together. Yeah, New Age Exorcist has yet to produce a good like panel yep. or page. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Earth Child at least maybe have like one or two little illustrations that weren't hideous. Mm-hmm. Yep, or like a joke here and there that was like, all right, you know, that was that was yeah. funny. Um. All right. Uh, well, that does it for yeah. Does for Shonen Jump and stuff this week. Jude, do you have any updates on stuff you've been reading or any kind of manga recommendations? Um, haven't read too much this week, but I have been catching up with Bakuman for the final week of the Bakuman Book Club that I'm a member of. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I just feel like Bakuman kind of gets better with each passing week. I'm kind of surprised Bakuman lasted so long in Weekly Shonen Jump seeing where Tenmaku Cinema is right now. Because mm-hmm. I think it's a series that got off to a really like slow, awkward start. And a lot of its appeal relies on introducing new characters and like concepts over time. But I feel like maybe the like success of Death Note in the past and like Oba and Obata's industry ties and like know-how may have helped them maintain this series Mm -hmm. going over like a few years it's it's just interesting to me because i feel like i don't know if bakamon would have lasted as long as it did then if it came out today but i I agree yeah those those first handful of chapters are pretty are pretty rough and i think it, it sort of gets into a rhythm and you know it gets into a good spot but yeah early on it's pretty it, it's it's kind of rough i mean the whole sort of romance plot thing that they set up for at the start is i mean it even ends up being atrocious but it's it's truly bad yeah um my manga recommendation i've also not been like reading a whole whole lot outside of the you know the stuff we cover for the show but um you know i do keep reading spy family and my recommendation is read spy family i think this is one that like people kind of forget about because it comes out so sort of infrequently it only gets like a couple chapters Mm -hmm. a month but man spy family is just good it would be you know one of the two or three best manga in weekly shonen jump if it were running in the magazine right now like if if not the best it is spy family is is great it does it does truly everything well so you know check that out if you're a little bit behind or you know maybe you just watch the anime just uh, yeah read that read that spy family yeah, I've I've yet to read a spy family chapter that I thought was just like lame or phoned in. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, Jude. Uh, before we head out, do you have any other kind of last minute non manga recommendations for us? 
Yeah, um, yesterday the new album by Home Is Where called The Whaler came out. And I feel like I've kind of fallen off the wagon for like Midwest emo or just like kind of lo-fi emo rock albums. Uh, but this one really pulled me back in. Mm-hmm. It's It definitely feels like the kind of stuff I was listening to in like 2015 when Pine Grove and Julia Brown and mm-hmm. like Teen Suicide were popping. Mm-hmm. But it does it with a bit more of like a prog rock like adventurous ambitious flair um it's it's a fun listen and i've only heard it like twice but both times i've been like really impressed with it that sounds cool yeah i'll have to i'll have to check that check that out get those those old run for cover vibes (laughs) speaking of which um i don't i don't know like how often you use tiktok or whatever but apparently like pine grove this pine grove song from like 2014 is the biggest song on tiktok right now there's like a dance people are doing to it called the pine grove shuffle no way (laughs) yeah i i opened tiktok like two weeks ago and saw some dude doing this weird like back and forth shuffle dance to Mm -hmm. uh it was need to the song and then suddenly like everyone on the app is doing this dance that's crazy it's very weird pine grove is a band that like those first couple records i really loved and then you know they they sort of got uh they they got canceled and like it seems like they got canceled and then uncanceled but i just never could kind of get back to it because i was like this is i don't know it just fe- always felt weird maybe that's maybe that's unfair to pine grove i don't really i don't know the status of where they they kind of stand in the scene <laughs> as a whole but yeah they that that all kind of happened they disappeared and they just totally fell fell off my radar i feel like yeah i don't know like if they're still even really active right now mm-hmm. but you know somehow songs just like blow up on tiktok at random yeah. with with no real mm-hmm. real world context well i mean that was the that, that was the phoebe like, bridgers yeah. thing like motion sickness blew up on tiktok when she was promoting her yep. next album <laughs> like it's truly truly weird yeah now we've got the sped up and slowed down versions of need to dry uh, <laughs> dropping like a decade after they originally came out that's which crazy. is very weird mm-hmm um, well, my last minute recommendation is just going to be uh, Sega. Uh, I've been playing some of those Sega Genesis games on the Nintendo Switch emulator. Um, I've been playing that Yakuza Zero. Um, I recently uh, a bunch of their games were on sale, or a bunch of the Atlas games were on sale right now. So I, I bought Catherine Full Body Persona Three and Persona Four on the Switch. Um, so I've been playing Catherine, and you know Sega publishes uh, all their games. So uh, yeah, I just recommend just lighten up some some sega games those are they're all all great even you know i think last episode i was shitting on sonic the hedgehog and i decided this week (laughs) to to try it again and i still i'm still not all the way in on sonic the hedgehog but i mean it's got some you know it's got cool stuff sonic does look cool if you look at those old uh like sega um like the mega drive uh like box covers for sonic sonic one and two they look incredible. It looks like a cereal box, like mascot. They're awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Sega is, you know, I think they, Sega sort of gets, at least over here, like a little bit of a, like a bad rap because they, they firmly lost to Nintendo. 
but you know Sega's doing they've got some they've got some cool stuff I mean Yakuza is the, is the best games that come out now so they've they've got that going for them um but yeah check check out check out some of that Sega or just just appreciate Sega a little bit more is my my recommendation for the week <laughs> I've um, always been curious about that Catherine game it I remember seeing it at GameStop and being like what what is this but I've yeah. heard it's really good I'm playing it right now. The story is a little weird. It definitely has some of the the same gripes I have with Persona 5, where it's just like, you know, I know the kind of the point of these is to talk to a bunch of people and build relationships, but none of the people you talk to are interesting in the slightest bit. Um, but the, the kind of the actual puzzle like gameplay is pretty fun, even if they're sort of, you, you really don't do that that many puzzles as a whole. Um, so it's a, it's a, a neat game. I think it's only like 15-ish hours long, and I'll, I'll probably end up end up finishing it, at least doing one run. Apparently, it's one of these where it has mm. like 14 endings, and I'm not... I, <laughs> I, I, I don't see myself replaying it for other endings, at least not within the next, you know, five years after I beat it. <laughs> but it's, <Yeah. laughs> it's kind of cool. Um, well, that does it for us this week. Um, on Thursday, we'll have our Mason Okoku episode, and then next week, I think we're uh next week is the kind of the year anniversary of tonko bond so we're gonna do kind of a a special episode for that so so be on the lookout for that next week um as usual thanks for listening uh hit us with the reviews on wherever you can uh review us and we'll uh we'll see you when we see you